0: Hello, and welcome to my Beloved and I podcast. I am your host and friend, Mercedes, and I am so excited that you are tuning in today. My desire for this podcast is to be wisely transparent about all the struggles that a young woman may face throughout her life. I wanna share my story of salvation, encounter, and deliverance so that you can also begin to walk in your freedom. Wow, this is so unreal, but I'm so excited, like I said, and I'm just going to keep talking about how excited I am, but what an incredible opportunity to be here, to be able to use um, all kinds of platforms, really, um, to be able to share really what the Lord has been doing and continues to do in my life. Um, So again, I'm excited to be here. I have so many topics that I've already planned to talk about. Um, But today's a very special topic and I, you know, it's something that I've never actually publicly shared, but I am going to be sharing my testimony. Sharing our testimony is extremely important because, you know, the word says that uh, faith comes through what we hear so sometimes hearing other people's testimonies and hearing what other people have been through or are still struggling with, you know, really increases their faith to believe, hey, you know, I I also am struggling with this. So I know that the Lord can also do it for me. I also really pray that this will be help for maybe you're a young person who has been struggling and you don't have a mentor, you don't have anybody to listen to you or maybe you're still believing those lies and are super extremely ashamed you know of maybe your past or the things that you're doing today so I want to break those barriers in your mind and help you again guide you towards your deliverance um so and trust me I will give you guys my testimony and it's all going to make sense everything I'm saying so I pray Holy Spirit. Um, that you use me as a vessel, uh, to bring the message of freedom, Lord, to every heart of whoever is listening to this, Lord, I pray that every wall that has been built up around our hearts, um, maybe from trauma and pain, Lord, that those walls will begin to come down, Lord, that every heart will begin to allow Jesus to come into their heart and just transform every area in their lives. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. All right, so let's dive into my testimony. Um, I was born in Los Angeles, California, and we lived there until I was about 10. And after I was about 10, my parents decided to move to a completely different state, and we moved to Washington State. My family and I were pretty active in the Catholic Church, um, and active in the sense that we... Participated in all the ceremonies and all the things you know that you do in the Catholic Church. So, we were all baptized, you know, as infants, um, and we did like the confirmation ceremony and all the all that stuff. By the time I was about eleven, is when we had moved to Washington State, and I just remember feeling very overwhelmed because I didn't know what to expect. You know, I was leaving all my friends behind and I was afraid again that I wasn't going to be like accepted where I was going or that I wasn't going to be able to make any friends so starting middle school I did not know how to cope so I was getting in trouble all the time um I remember getting called into the principal's office many times um and actually a lot of people don't know this but um When I was in middle school, I ended up getting suspended because I just kept getting in trouble so much. But anyway, around that time, my mother um, decided to visit this small Pentecostal church in the city we lived in. Um, And I'm not going to lie. I I did go with her because I was curious, you know, but that was one of the craziest things. craziest things I have ever experienced I remember like seeing people like dancing and crying and as they were praying they were speaking in tongues and of course I didn't know what that was at the time but needless to say when I was 14 so it's been some time but when I was 14 is was when I finally like wholeheartedly decided to accept Christ as my Savior Um, And I remember feeling overwhelmed um, when I first encountered him, but something inside of me just like this faith just came from me. So I didn't understand it. I was so young. I didn't think God could ever encounter somebody so young, but I just went with it. A couple years after that, I started serving at the church. So I started um, helping taking care of kids. So back in the nursery, Um, teaching Sunday school lessons. So I was like this kid teaching the kids. (laughs) But anyway, and then after that is when I started joining the worship team. Um, And there was a small youth group at that time. So I did that. And I remember at that time, just deciding that I was gonna focus on God and serving him. As well as really focusing on my schooling because i had all these goals and i wanted to be this um professional woman and all that stuff so i was really focused on that and in fact i didn't like i didn't have many friends during this season and i didn't date anybody my entire like high school um and in college i didn't date anybody so then um during my college years i actually had the privilege to begin leading worship and co-leading the small youth group that we had at the church I was attending at the time. Now that was the Mercedes that was public you know that was the Mercedes that if you would have walked in to the church for the first time and you would have seen this worship leader you would have seen this young girl that was you know praying for the youth and preaching and a lot of people would actually tell me like wow I want to be like you one day but in reality I was having such a such a huge internal struggle that went back all the way to when I was young and it was many years many years of the fear of ever allowing that little girl to be known when I was very young, um, my my innocence and my purity actually was taken away from me as a result of a violation. And this led to a huge open door um, that I didn't really understand in the beginning, but a huge open door to uh, sexual sin in my life. Little did I know that this was going to be the start to more than a decade of struggle and shame and a hidden hidden addiction um, in my life. And, you know, um, throughout my walk with the Lord, it was something that Holy Spirit would always convict me of. And if you don't know what conviction is, is Holy Spirit is the only one that can convict us. But a conviction is not the same as condemnation. Um, A conviction is when Holy Spirit convinces you in a so loving way um about your wrongdoings. So throughout uh, my walk with the Lord, I would go through seasons where I felt very convicted, alongside with all the shame, right? But I felt convicted and I remember just crying and asking the Lord to just remove those things and I didn't understand and um And I just, I longed to have the opportunity to actually confess it to somebody. Um, But again, the fear in me and the shame in me wouldn't allow me to do I remember having certain breakthroughs, you know, in my life where, especially when I started leading worship, um, I would cry out to the Lord and say, God, like, I do not... I know that I should not be struggling with these things and I want to fight it and I don't want to deal with it. So I would feel breakthroughs like in the sense that the struggle was less, but it was always still there. Fast forward to after college is when I experienced um, my first ever like break, uh, heartbreak, sorry. Um, And this really made me realize, honestly, like where my trust was in and it wasn't fully in the Lord. Um, so because of that heartbreak and as a result of that heartbreak, um, I ended up deciding to leave the church and I, I walked away from the Lord, um, because I was so disappointed and I was so heartbroken. Um, and because of the roots of that sexual, um, iniquity in my life, I ended up, uh, finding ways to cope with that with that trauma and with that pain and so um, then the addictions became addictions of alcohol and sex after I left church I found myself entering another relationship Um, but little did I know how this was going to turn out because at first you know when I when I first started getting to know this man I Um, my understanding was he was Christian and he was going to a church. Now he was from a different city so I couldn't really actually witness that this was true. I just kind of believed him Um, and throughout um, some months I started noticing that he had a way to really manipulate me and quickly it turned into verbal um, abuse where I got to the point where I honestly had no control over even my myself Um, now I at this point you know lived on my own and this person would randomly he was very violent would show up um, in my house and would demand to be let in so it was a very scary time um, in my life and unfortunately you know I never really understood before (laughs) how women who are in abusive relationships don't just walk away, you know, like just walk away is what I would always say. But I got a firsthand understanding of really how that works when you have somebody who is very controlling and very manipulative. I know that it was only the Lord who really helped me get out of that situation. Um, But once I was able to actually even tell my family about everything that had happened, that really was like the stepping stone to get back to the Lord. And I, it was finally when I realized like how much more broken I was, that I was like, okay, Lord, I need to be where you are. I was able to connect to a different church, um, with people that, um, have been used in the deliverance ministry, which that is going to be another topic that we will talk about later but I was able to really find people that just resembled Jesus's heart I mean I remember sitting with this person who I had no idea who she was but just telling her all the things that I had done and how I felt and I just remember her looking at me with so much love and saying like okay okay that's it <laughs> you know like and I was shooketh you know I was like I just literally told you my whole life and it's this disgusting life that I've lived my whole life and and she was like but you know Jesus still loves you and he loves you enough to free you from that and like today is a day of freedom is today's a day of deliverance and I was like oh my god so that day I was able to recommit my life to Christ and I promised him that I was gonna serve him and that I was gonna seek him so that I can be completely free and then serve him again just freely and completely for the rest of my life so today I can freely confess that I no longer am living in bondage and I can testify that the Lord um, gives me the ability to not even desire to participate in in the sin I was participating in before Um, And something that honestly I did not think was possible. The Lord restored my purity to the extent that I remember in the past feeling like I didn't have control over like lustful thoughts. And now even just like listening to other people talk about it, like it's almost like I don't I don't want to be I don't want to be part of this, you know, which is so weird to me. I mean, weirdly amazing part of, you know, being able to close doors to those areas that are issues, um, is doing things like not listening to music that refers to anything sexual or really watching and pruning what you're seeing on social media, you know? So those are all steps that I'll go into detail in in future episodes, but steps that really help me to separate me from those things and really closing those doors forever. And I want to clarify, I think we are all a work in progress. Like, I don't think this is the end of it. I always, you know, long to tell the Lord, hey, Lord, you know, let's go deeper. Let's, let's, let's see what else, you know, because the ultimate goal and my ultimate desire is, you know, to be like Jesus, like to say, Lord, when we sing and when we say, Lord, uh, more of you and less of me like that is what we're saying and we're saying hey like David would say like search my heart you know everything that is not pleasing to you like pluck it out chisel it out take it away um and it's a it, it, you know it's an intense journey but it's such a beautiful beautiful thing to experience so with all of this being said this is um the completion of episode 1 of my beloved and i I am relieved and so excited to have been able to share my testimony. Now, you know, everything I shared today is kind of like a summary, you know, a quick run through kind of highlighting um, some of the, I would say, more most impactful um, times in my life. But like I've pre- previously said already, as the episodes develop and we touch on Different subjects. I'm so excited to be able to share more details about my life and experiences. Um, you know, for things that when it comes to relationship, when it comes to friendships, um, when it comes to career and work and all that stuff. So keep watching out for some of the announcements, uh, so you know that, so you know when the next episodes are up. My goal is going to be to put out an episode weekly. Um, and I'm thinking those days will be Thursdays, um, but follow me on Instagram, um, my beloved and I podcast, um, and I will be just announcing all the, the upcoming, um, episodes and all that good stuff. So again, thank you so much for joining in. I hope, and I hope, and I hope, and I hope that you will allow the Lord to just begin to touch your heart, you know, that maybe you're someone who's listening and, as a result of trauma, as a result of disappointment, um, or anything that might have happened to you in the past, maybe you've put up walls um, and you don't want to allow anybody to come in. And sadly, a lot of times we end up preventing even the Lord to come in and touch us. So just pray tonight, you know, that Holy Spirit will begin to break down those walls so that the Lord can really set you free. To take the veil out of your eyes so that you can see the truth. Because again, when you know the truth, the truth is what really is going to set you free. So have a blessed night.